into a relaxing Hatha Yoga online class or audible class, depending on how you're streaming. My name is Nikki Robinson and I will be guiding you through this practice. To get started, make sure that you have a yoga mat, if available, otherwise a large towel will work, a blanket or a rolled towel for your seat, if available, two blocks, otherwise two large books will do, and a strap. And as an alternative to a yoga strap, you could always use a belt or some sort of long piece of rope or material. Sometimes you can even use a rag. We'll go ahead and begin coming all the way onto our back, resting in Savasana. Savasana, or corpse pose, is a position fully reclined. So take your time. As you come back, make sure the legs are outstretched, the palms turned up alongside the body. Find a slight tuck of the chin towards the chest so that the back of the neck elongates. And look for the natural curves of the spine, either lengthening or dropping the tailbone a touch to find comfort in the low back. Let the eyes fall shut. And just begin to check in. Begin to notice your breath without trying to alter it or to make it any different. Just letting your body breathe as it feels it wants to. Trusting your body in a sense to bring in the right amount of air. Just remember that there's no right or wrong here. The purpose of the practice is just to get us familiar with noticing and developing the skill of being present. And the breath is kind of the gateway to arriving in this moment. And as your attention naturally starts to settle on the breath, let any other thoughts, images, emotions, distractions just start to fall away. Let yourself be less preoccupied with everything that came before this moment, everything that might come after this practice. Let yourself just fully be here. Hone in on your next breath and note the movement of the breath. Can you feel where the breath originates in your body? Just like an earthquake has an epicenter, so does your breath. So can you feel the origin of the breath or where that first movement comes from in the abdomen or the chest, the throat, maybe deeper in the belly? And then begin to note the exhale breaths as well. Where's the last movement? the bottom of the exhalation. Do you feel the breath at the level of the nostrils? 
Is it cool? Warm? Do you feel the breath in the rib cage? Chest? Shoulders? The upper back? The lower back? Maybe as low as the pelvis? And what is the quality of this breath? Sometimes we can note that the breath feels rhythmic or steady, and at other times the breath will naturally be jerky, rough, or labored. Your job in this moment is simply to observe without any reaction. Just taking note whatever words or images arise as you note the breath. And now we'll begin to bring some shape to this breath. Notice the area below the sternum, all the way down to the area just above the pubic bone. And let your awareness just kind of sit in that space for the next few breaths so that you can be aware of the movement of an inhale and an exhale in the surface of the abdomen, maybe just deeper to that, maybe all the way into the center of the belly, becoming aware of the organs. just feeling this kind of swelling and then settling sensation. Sometimes we aren't even aware that we're holding any tension here in this area because it's so commonplace for us. So as we start to shape the breath, let's start with this simple exercise. Take a full breath in. Empty the breath completely the very bottom of that exhalation, pause and begin to tense the belly. Engage the muscles of the abdomen, maybe even into the side body or you feel something engaging in the back. Just finding a squeeze, hold for another two seconds and then soften completely, relaxing, releasing and take an inhale. Just do this a few more times over the next few moments with the next few breaths. Taking that full breath in, full breath out, pausing, and then tensing the belly muscles. And there's no rush. You maybe are just finishing your first set. Wherever you are, Go on to the second set, the third set. And then just start to breathe normally again. And sense if there's any amount of relaxation or softness in the belly that you hadn't noticed before. 
We want the bottom of the exhalation to have a natural tone without being rigid or hard. And often we overuse the abdomen as if it's the belly that's pressing the breath out. As you lengthen your inhales and your exhales, start to notice the pauses at the top of the in-breath, at the bottom of the out-breath. And just notice that the following breath can arise out of that pause, very naturally, effortlessly almost. You don't really have to grab it or reach for it or strive for it. And then as we drop into the surrender, this level of trust that the next breath will come, it's almost as if we're allowing ourselves to be breathed by the universe. So just begin to surrender to that flow of breath. Slowly, Begin to bend the knees, just walking the feet in towards the hips. You'll bring your feet about hip width distance. And we'll start slowly as I guide you towards the bigger motion of pelvic rocking. Again, starting slowly, just with our awareness. Begin to notice first the movement of the tailbone on the inhale and the exhale. When you're lying here on your back with your knees bent, most likely, majority of the weight of the pelvis is resting at the sacrum. And then the tailbone extends from that. So maybe at first, if it's early in your practice or your journey of yoga, or you're just beginning to start becoming more aware of your body, you may not feel too much, and that's okay. But just trust that with practice, you'll be able to sense more. What happens naturally in our bodies, in a relaxed and balanced body at least, is that on the inhale, we can start to sense that the tailbone kind of arches away from the pubic bone. And then as we exhale, the pelvis rocks slightly into an arch so that the low back moves just slightly away from the floor. So let me walk you through that. On your next inhale, feel that the tailbone almost curls up towards the pubic bone. And on your exhale, angle your tailbone forward or slightly down to create a little bit of a lift in the lumbar spine. Let's just pause here for a moment, keeping our body in whatever shape we found at the bottom of that exhalation. Bring your right hand and see if you can slide your right hand right below the arch of your lumbar spine. There should be maybe a little bit of space, maybe more. Keep your hand here beneath your lower back. And on the exhale, move the spine down into the back of your hand. And then continue moving from there, letting the pelvis rock slightly forward and feeling the low back lift off the hand as you inhale. And on your exhale, taking it the other way so that the low back presses back down into the back side of your hand. 
You can remove your hand if you feel you have this action. Rest your hand back to the floor outside your right hip. Close the eyes and start to emphasize these motions more and more with your breath. Take an inhale. Feel the low back kind of lift away from the floor, keeping the hips glued to the mat. The buttocks never leave the mat. And on the exhale, feel the whole pelvis rock so that the low back flattens towards the earth. Keep these actions more like a gentle swell than a mechanical action. This movement in its simplicity can be huge for relieving any low back pain or stress in the body. And we'll just take one more round, a full inhale and exhale, wherever you are. And then find neutral, kind of cutting the difference between those two positions for your lumbar spine and bring the knees in towards the chest. As you bring the knees in towards the chest, likely the low back will press down. That's fine. Just stretching out the lower spine, the lower back. Squeezing the knees in towards the body is a great way to kind of flush the system, provide some compression. And from this position, just roll over to your right hand side so that you're resting in a fetal position. Your right forearm can be like a pillow for the right side of your head and your left palm can just rest to the floor. I really like to come back to the breath in this shape and see if we can take the movement out of the abdomen and move the breath into the side ribs so that your right ribs expand towards the floor and your left ribs expand up towards the ceiling on the inhalation. And then on the exhalation, they naturally fall back in towards midline. Take a few more breaths just like that. Finding that little stretch in the side body, the intercostals. Maybe sipping in a little bit more breath into the space of the side ribs. And then with your left palm on the floor, just press down and begin to press yourself up into a comfortable seat called Sukhasana. Sukhasana, or easy seat, is cross-legged on our mats. And for this particular moment of our practice, please put a folded blanket towel underneath your hips. Another option, if you don't have either of those, is to roll the back edge of your mat up a few times so that you have a little bit of height, which allows the pelvis to come more easily into a neutral position. Balancing the chest over the center of the belly, relaxing the tops of the shoulders down and back, and then lengthening up through the sides of the neck, crown of the head. The hands can relax at the knees, 
palms turning down, inviting in this energy of just grounding. Just once again, tuning in, letting ourselves just arrive, just be. Notice the movement of your breath, maybe any differences. As the breath inhale moves into the lungs, maybe you feel it in a new place as you sit up. Holding on to a pause or a moment at the top of that inhalation and then maybe sighing out through the mouth. And with that exhalation, maybe the shoulders can sit just a little lower. You can relax some tightening in your body, face, jaw, around the eyes that you didn't realize you were holding on to. Now slowly just bring the fingertips alongside the hips. If your palms can comfortably come all the way down, that's fine too. You want the shoulders to be away from the ears, no rounding in the shoulders or hunching of the shoulders or of the upper back. Try to keep the collarbones broad to allow maximum space in the upper lobes of the lungs as we start to move with our breath. Let your exhalation just flow out here as you sit with the arms at the floor. And as you're inhaling, we're gonna turn the palms up towards the ceiling and sweep them out wide. And as the arms start to lift up overhead, you can adjust your gaze forward to the wall in front of you, slightly upwards, or if it's okay for your neck to just let the head drop back and lift the gaze to the thumbs, go ahead and do that. And on your exhale breath, timing it so that the arms come down and hands land at the same exact time as your breath empties. Let's try that again. So with an inhale breath, turn the palms up, move mindfully as you sweep the arms up overhead, taking the head to a comfortable place, feeling that expansion, fullness of breath, side ribs, chest, and as you exhale, lowering the arms back down slowly and mindfully so that the hands or fingertips land at the same time as you take that last bit of exhalation. Move with your own breath, three more sets. Remember to move slowly, mindfully. This is your time to slow down. just entering your very last set. If not, then let this be your last lift, your last lower of arms, exhale of breath through this movement. And from that position, we will shift so that we're coming forward to our hands and our knees. As you arrive, gaze down to your palms, which are placed just beneath your shoulders. And make sure that your index fingers or second fingers are parallel to one another, which means that the middle ring and pinky are sort of angled out, which allows for the best weight bearing through the wrists and the arm bones. 
If you're taking all your weight into the very base of your palm, try to share the weight forward a little bit into the finger pads and knuckles and base of each finger. You can even kind of sink your finger pads down as if you're trying to kind of grab the earth gently, which will support the wrists. The knees should be beneath the hips. And just tuck the toes under from behind so you can get all ten toes gently tucked. Empty out your breath in table pose here. On your inhalation, we'll come into cow pose, dropping the belly towards the earth or letting the belly sag down a slight bit and pulling the heart forward and up. Take the gaze up the front wall and feel the pelvis shift so that the sitting bones are angled up as well. This should create a nice big arch in the spine. On your exhale breath, Start to breathe out as you drop the head between your upper arm bones. Pull the navel and the rib up towards the spine and round your back. Your tailbone now angling down towards the space between the calves or even the knees. On your inhalation breath, reverse that movement back into cow pose. Pulling the heart forward as you lift the gaze, feeling the front of your hip points kind of dropping towards the tops of your thighs or towards the earth. Finding that big arch in the spine and on your exhale breath, again, rounding the whole back body. Now take three more mindful sets to move through cat and cow, fully inviting kind of this space into the spine, into the body, warming the shoulders and the hips but also coming to this place where we get to marry our breath, our body, and our awareness. And regardless of where you are, in your practice at this time. Take a full inhale breath into your cow. And a full exhale breath pressing into your cat pose, rounding the spine towards the ceiling, dropping the head, gaze towards the navel. And take an inhale breath to come into neutral spine. So as you come into neutral table pose, once again, begin to widen the knees, either a few inches apart or wider if you'd like a deeper release for the low back. Just know as you get into the next pose, you can adjust and shift. Let your big toes touch, pointing the toes straight back as they come together, and then pressing your hips towards your heels as you rest your forehead to the floor for child's pose or balasana. If it's uncomfortable to bring your hips all the way to the heels, you can keep them off the heels a little bit. If your knees are feeling uncomfortable, you can either place that blanket underneath the knees or you can bring the blanket behind the knees and place them right in that crease right where the hamstrings and the calves come together, which can provide a little padding as well. Remember to make this practice yours, so adjusting in any way that serves you. And as you rest here, feel that the place where your forehead rests on the floor is like this portal where all of your thoughts, images, emotions, anything that is kind of vying for your attention can just drain 
and move away from you. I'll let that happen on your next breath out. Like this wave just washes over you and clears out, cleanses, releases, allows you to let go. And your next inhale breath is a breath that invites relaxation, a sense of peace and calm to move into your whole body, even every cell of your body. And just continue to breathe. Maybe feeling a little extra breath at the kidneys and the low back, the space between your back ribs. Notice any held tension around the shoulders, the neck, the jaw. Let that go. Outstretched and the palms pressing into the earth, gently begin to pull yourself up to your hands and your knees. As you arrive there, once again return to table pose so that the wrists are beneath the shoulders, the knees are beneath the hips. Walk the palms just one full hand print forward so that now the base of your palm in each hand is now where the fingertips began a moment ago. With the toes curling under on each foot, lift the hips up and press into a downward facing dog. Spread across the finger pads, press the floor away energetically, giving the knees a little bit of a bend here so the heels are lifted, maybe more than a little bit of a bend so that you can really elongate through the spine. You can even kind of wag the hips side to side here and just explore this motion. Maybe let the head go so that the weight of the head is just tugging on the spine a little bit, not creating any excess tension for the neck or the face or the jaw. You can shake your head out here. You can even start to pedal your legs if it feels right. Feel the line of energy from the hands moving up the arm bones, across the collar bones, down the sternum into the rib cage, connecting to the spine, and then lengthening up through the spine all the way to the tailbone. And then with your next few breaths, begin to ease the heels down, just gently melting them without forcing. Remember that your heels may never in the whole lifetime of your yoga practice come comfortably to the floor with maintaining the length of the spine. So just let go of that picture perfect downward dog and find your perfect downward dog in this moment. Emptying out your breath completely in the shape, begin to walk your hands back towards your feet, patting the hands one at a time until your hands reach the toes, bending the knees a little bit so that you can feel the fold of your body happening at the hip creases, 
optional to just leave the arms dangling here for a moment to take your elbows or if you're struggling a little bit here with this depth of a fold bring your hands up onto those blocks or those large books remember to bend the knees so check out the knees take a glance there and notice if you're locking them out sometimes we have to actually connect with that visually to notice what's happening so look at your knees let them bend and then let your head just drop. Notice your breath and feel how the entire torso lifts and retracts slightly away from the floor as you breathe in. And then releases downward as you breathe out. And it's subtle, so just becoming gently aware of this movement. Don't pull your torso downward against the natural rising motion of your inhalation. So go with the flow, allowing the shoulder blades to rise in the in-breath and then to drop on the out-breath, releasing down the length of the arms. I want you to find that you're balanced over your feet. So big toe ball mound, pinky toe ball mound, and heel of each foot are pressing into the floor evenly though. So not all of your weight back in the heels or forward into the toes, but balanced. And then with that balanced feeling in each foot, as you exhale, feeling this energy of moving the feet down into the earth, like you're creating a little more grounding through the feet. And with your next in-breath, begin to roll up the spine, keeping the head heavy and the arms relaxed. Keep the knees bent and keep balanced on both of your feet as you slowly begin to stack one vertebra on top of the other. If you come to a place where you feel a little stuck, like a whole kind of portion of your spine wants to come up at once, pause, take a few breaths there, and then continue rolling up. So maybe about now, just starting to arrive in a standing pose, relaxing the shoulders over the hips, ears over the shoulders, gently draw the base of your skull up and away from the upper back so that you're lengthening through the, spine, the cervical spine and the neck. Again, find those three points on each foot, big toe ball mound, pinky toe ball mound and heel. Shift your weight around for a moment, just getting really clearly connected to each of these six points. When we're able to really ground evenly into those six points, the arches of the feet will naturally lift, and there's an energy of lift through the arches, all the way up through the legs, the hips, the torso, the spine, and up through the crown of the head. Remember that if this is the first time that you're practicing this, it may be less perceptible, less obvious, and so be patient. Know that with practice, the subtleties become a little more available to our awareness. Now as you feel balanced through the six points of your feet, 
soften the knees, give a little buoyancy to the knees and maintain that. Feel free to bend more as you need. Arms are relaxed at the sides, shoulders are relaxed away from the ears. Just roll your chin towards your chest so that it's only the head moving. Head rolling forward and down with this subtle lift at the very base of your skull so that you're lengthening through the back of the neck. And now focus on the sternum, on the front body, and see if you can kind of soften the sternum in and down, letting the shoulders now cave forward. And this begins the, the action of rolling now down the spine. So you can continue moving super slow and mindful. Check the knees, check that you're balanced over the feet evenly. Keep coming back to the breath. And again, if you find a place where you feel a little challenged to move one vertebra at a time, just stop, pause and take a breath there and then continue on. Keeping the knees soft, the weight balanced over the feet evenly. Relaxing the shoulders and the arms, the head. Just feeling one vertebra at a time, unstacking. And maybe about now, you're starting to get a little more than halfway there. If you're already there in a forward fold, just pause and breathe for a moment. And for those of us who haven't arrived yet, start to arrive in a fold. Remember the bend of the knees, the centering of the feet, the lift of the arches, and the exhale that grounds you into the earth. Take an inhale here, and on your out breath as you ground into the earth, feel the low belly draw up and in towards the spine. So using that out breath to pull the lowest part of the abdomen in. And as you pull the lowest part of the abdomen in, begin to initiate that rolling up again. And the roll up might happen a little faster this time. The spine and its elasticity may just lift you right up into a quicker standing position. However, if you feel like moving slowly, then just go ahead and do that. If you did roll fast up the spine and you're already there, just pause in mountain pose breathing. And if you're rolling up still, just take your time, one vertebra at a time, feeling the breath, feeling the body, staying present. And if you were taking that slow roll up the spine, you may have just arrived or about to arrive, finding Tadasana or mountain pose at this time. And from mountain pose, blink the eyes open if they're not there already, bring your hands to your hips. We're going to take a step forward with our right foot. Let that step be two and a half to three feet forward. And then just test that you can just use the power of the legs to step your right foot back to the left foot again. So you'll step forward. Check that you can come out easily by stepping back. Adjust as needed as you step forward again. Your feet should be on two tracks so that your heels are still hip width distance even though they're separated by two feet, three feet. Look at your left foot your back foot and spin your left toes out to about 45 degrees just slightly turning those toes out 
and then start to bend the right knee over the ankle, not past. Ground through the six points of each foot. And reach the arms out and up overhead. Once again, lifting the gaze slightly or if comfortable, dropping the head back, looking up between the fingertips or looking at the thumbs as the palms come together. On an exhale, lower the hands down to the sides. At the same time, straighten your right leg. On your inhale, re-bend the right knee, sweep the arms out and up. Again, shift your gaze up towards the thumbs or ceiling, or keep the gaze forward. And on your exhale, lower the arms down alongside the body, just hanging at the sides as you straighten your right leg. And again, inhale, the arms go up. Drop the head back if comfortable. and then lower the hands down as you straighten your right leg. Nice, bring the hands back to the hips. And step your right foot back to meet your left. Switching sides. Left foot steps forward, two and a half to three feet. Once again, step back to make sure that you stepped far enough or uh, to a distance that is easy to come out of. And then step forward again with your left foot. Check that your heels are in two tracks. Your right toes turn out slightly. And then bend your left knee over your ankle. Bring the arms to rest at the sides. Keep the left knee bent over the ankle. As you inhale, lift the arms up, drop the head back, and look at your thumbs. And as you exhale, let the breath pour out as you straighten your left leg and bring your arms down to relax alongside your body. Shoulders relaxed, gaze is soft. Inhale to bend the knee, sweep the arms up. Gazing forward or lifting the gaze up, feeling the breath in the side ribs, the back ribs, up into the sternum. And as you exhale, straighten that left leg, bring the hands down alongside the body. And last set. Inhale to sweep the arms up, bend the left knee over the ankle, lift the gaze. And then exhale the hands down alongside the body, straighten your left leg. Bring the hands to the hips and step the left foot back to meet your right. As you arrive, bring your feet to hip width distance. Make sure that the feet are parallel Now begin to sink back into your hips like you are sitting into an imaginary chair or utkatasana pose in Sanskrit. As the hips go back, sweep the arms up, biceps along the ears. Pause here, feeling your weight distributing evenly over the bottoms of both feet. Hinging the heart forward slightly to counteract the movement of the hips moving back in space. Lengthen through the spine. And then exhale to fold forward, letting your ribs come to your thighs. 
As the ribs find the thighs, then begin to lift the hips into a fold over the legs without overdoing it. Looking for that first stretch in the backs of the legs and breathing there. Empty out your breath, letting the navel pull away from the thighs and towards the spine. And on your inhale, with your feet grounded and your knees soft, roll back up to stand. See if you can tap into that natural stacking of the spine. As the shoulders arrive over the hips, lengthening up through the crown of the head, once again, bend your knees deep as you sweep the arms up for chair pose. See if you can take the weight evenly over the feet, reach the hips back, and glance down this time to see if the knees can be just back of the tips of your toes so that you can see your toes over the tops of the knees in chair pose. Gaze forward again, take another inhale breath. And again, fold, ribs meet thighs, hands meet floor, hips lift coming into the edge of your forward fold in Uttanasana pose. And from your forward fold, we'll spin the toes out and take a squat into Malasana. This is also called garland pose and there will be occasionally some difficulty getting into this shape, so I'll offer some modifications. You could sit on your block or your large book. You can widen your stance, bringing your feet maybe as wide as your yoga mat. Make sure your toes are turning out in the same direction as the knees. If your heels are not on the floor, you can maybe snuggle the blanket underneath your heels for some padding and support. Either keep your hands resting on the floor in front of you, or if you feel balanced, you can bring the hands to the heart. Pressing the palms together, triceps inside the knees. Take three deep breaths here and just feel the movement of the breath differently in your body, maybe flowing into the low back, into the side ribs, lifting up into the brim of your collarbones. Taking another full breath in and all the way out. And then bringing the hands to the floor and simply walking your hands forward until the knees can come to the mat. As the knees arrive onto the floor, sweep them around to one side, left or right, and come to sit down on your bottom. As you arrive in a seated position, returning to Sukhasana, we'll come into a simple breath exercise called Nadi Shodhana. Helpful for balancing the left and right hemispheres of the brain and also helps us to come into a very calm, balanced state. Leave your left hand at your knee and bring the ring finger of your right hand to your left nostril. As you hold the left nostril closed, take an inhale through the right. 
plug up the right nostril with your right thumb. Exhale through the left. Inhaling through the left. Plugging the left with your ring finger, exhaling through the right. Inhale through the right. Plug the right, exhale through the left. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Exhale through the left. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Exhale through the left. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Inhale through right. Exhale through left. Inhale through left. Exhale through right. Release your right hand back down to your right knee. Take a few breaths. blink open and making sure that you have one block within reach. Go ahead and make your way onto your back. Knees bent, feet resting on the floor. As you arrive, walk your feet in towards your sitting bones or your hips. Your feet should be close enough so that when you reach your hands down, towards your heels, your fingertips should be able to touch your heels. Feet are parallel to one another. Take your block and just snuggle it between your knees. Holding your block with your knees will keep your knees from splaying. Just keeping your knees at neutral position. Bring your hands down to the floor on either side of the hips. Pause here with an inhale. Soft belly, exhale. With your next inhale breath, press your palms and feet down. Begin to lift your hips up for bridge. As the hips come away from the floor, gently squeeze your block. Feel the supportive back body, the opening in the front body, maybe letting the 
collarbones broaden or rolling the chest towards the chin. Pressing the whole circumference of the feet down, the hands down, the arms down. Take two more breaths here, just noticing the flow of your inhales and exhales. Notice the epicenter of your breath, where it originates. The last place that you feel your breath as you exhale. And as your next exhalation comes, slowly begin to lower your hips down towards the earth, one vertebra at a time. See once again if you can articulate that movement. And as your hips find the floor, reach down to take that block. Lift your hips up again and slide the block directly beneath the back of your pelvis. So the block should be resting on the floor. Your pelvis should be resting on the block. And then you can bring your arms and just lay them over the top of the head to the earth, palms turned up, close the eyes, and just enjoy this passive inversion. this time you can keep your feet where they are on the floor. You could bring your legs all the way up to the ceiling, still resting your hips on the block for a supported shoulder stand. You could also bring the soles of your feet together and let your knees open. There's quite a few options here. Just move into the position that feels right for your body. Just intuitively feel in and decide where the best place for your body in this moment is. And then take three more breaths in that shape. and from this shape, return with the feet on the floor so that you can supportively lift your hips off the block, slide the block to the side, and once again lower slowly down, maybe articulating the spine again if it feels right. As you arrive, bring the knees, if it feels right, into the chest. If that's too soon of a counter pose for your body, you can keep your feet on the floor. Just let your knees fall in towards center like a teepee. If there's another pose that feels like it would be a good counter to the positions that you were just in, feel free to explore that.
go ahead and slide the legs out. Last pose that we'll come into together before Shavasana will be just some supine twists. Just to rinse out anything lingering in the spine to get that last twist in. Drag your right knee towards your chest while keeping the left leg long. If you feel like you might need some support, have your block or towel or blanket available on the left side of your body. And as you cross your right knee over to the support or the floor, reach your right arm the opposite direction. As your right knee comes down to the earth or the support and your right arm reaches to the right, if it's okay for your neck, let your head turn. Feeling your right temple dropping as you turn your gaze. And then just coming into some gentle breaths. From here we'll slowly begin to unwind and take it gently to the other side. As you come back to neutral, release your right leg, slide your left leg in, move the supports to the right side of your body if you did use a support. And twist the opposite side. Once again, if it's comfortable for your neck, you can roll the left side of the head towards the floor. couple deep mindful breaths here. Slowly unwind. And as you bring yourself back up, draw the knees into the chest one last time. And then 
release the legs. Slide the legs all the way out. Turn the palms up alongside the body. Just relax down the full length of your body. Bring your attention back to the natural flow of your breath. The inhale. The exhale. And just let yourself absorb the efforts of your practice. Feeling relaxed and calm. Just rest. Remembering that thoughts are like clouds in the sky. You'll just let them drift by. The conscious breath, that's your anchor.
Go ahead and notice your next breath. Begin to wiggle your fingertips and your toes. Maybe reach the arms overhead and stretch out your whole body. Taking a big sigh if needed. And then bringing your left hand over your chest, your right hand over your belly. Using your hands like movement sensors to just be aware of how the breath is moving through your body. Taking an imprint of this breath before you exit your yoga practice today so that you can take parts of it with you as you move out into your day-to-day -day activities, relationships, jobs. I'd like to thank you so much for carving some time out to give yourself a practice, for listening to my podcast and my audio class today. I always love to get feedback, and so if you have any feedback, please um, leave a comment below this uh, podcast, or you can also email me. My email address is hotyogabythesea at gmail.com. Thank you again so much. Namaste.